Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, November 14th, and we have completed week 45 of 2022. Did you know that you can earn Delta SkyMiles rewards by drinking a Starbucks coffee? Be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is visit businesstravel360.com. You don't want to miss the ability to take advantage of all the amazing deals. Now, let's get to the headlines. United Airlines Mileage Plus members will need to fly or spend more to earn premier status for 2024. Under changes announced recently, Mileage Plus members will need to complete at least 12 flight segments to earn 4,000 premier qualifying points in order to obtain premier silver status, which is the lowest level. Silver status can also be attained by earning 5,000 qualifying points and flying at least four United segments. In comparison, Mileage Plus members this year must fly at least eight segments and earn at least 3,000 premier qualifying points to earn silver status for 2023. United has implemented similar increases to obtain premier gold, platinum, and 1K status. The move, said United, reflects a return to pre-pandemic standards now that travel is again in full swing. Emirates Airlines saw a record-breaking half-year profits of $1.2 billion this year. The result from Emirates Group represents a major turnaround after posting a $1.6 billion loss in the same period last year. Emirates Group, which owns the airline and airport services firms and other companies, had revenues of $15.3 billion compared with $6.7 billion last year at the same time. Emirates carried 20 million passengers between April and September. A new study out Thursday by Adobe shows that airfares increased 24% from October 2019 to October 2022. After record spending on physical goods in the first two years of the pandemic, we're seeing that consumers shifting more significantly towards services such as air travel. We expect the momentum to carry throughout the holiday season, even as prices remain elevated above pre-pandemic levels. This is according to Adobe Digital Insights lead analyst Vivek Pandya. For travelers, this means that you need to be ready to shell out a lot more money if you determine to fly around the holidays. Online travel booking platform Hopper said last month that domestic plane tickets around Christmas were averaging $463 and projected that that number will only increase as the holidays drew closer. According to Adobe, higher prices seem to have discouraged some people from traveling but allowed airlines to reap their financial rewards. The U.S. Department of Transportation's Office of Inspector General said that it will conduct a review of the Federal Aviation Administration supervision during the Boeing 737 MAXIS development. The agency's role in the MAXIS MCAS system will come under particular scrutiny. U.S. Department of Transportation Chair Peter DeFazio will lead the review into the FAA's oversight of the two key safety systems installed on the Boeing 737 MAX. DeFazio wrote to the DOT inspector requesting an investigation into the FAA's refusal to exercise proper oversight over Boeing's apparent misconduct. An investigation into the MAX crashes revealed that the FAA allowed Boeing to remove references of the MCAS system in aircraft manuals, meaning that pilots will not be aware of the system. And finally, the average wait time for U.S. visas has swelled to more than 400 days for first-time applicants from three of the largest countries for inbound travel, according to the U.S. Travel Association. 
U.S. travel said excessive delays are the equivalent of a travel ban, driving potential U.S. visitors to choose other countries. U.S. travel blamed the visa backlog for delaying the recovery of international travel to the U.S., which is projected to remain far below pre-pandemic levels in 2022 and 2023, resulting in a shortfall of nearly 50 million visitors and $140 billion in travel spending. 2022 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Capital One is investing an additional $96 million in Hopper and extending its partnership with the travel company. In March 2021, Capital One led Hopper's Series F round of $170 million. That investment marked the launch of Hopper Cloud, the company's B2B initiative with Capital One as its first client. In September 2021, Capital One unveiled its revamped Capital One travel portal powered by Hopper. Capital One Travel uses Hopper Cloud to offer customers features such as price alerts, price drop protection, and the ability to cancel flight for any reason. To date, Hopper has raised more than $700 million. Colombia's Competition Authority has rejected Avianca's proposal to merge with low-cost airline Viva Air. The Civil Aviation Authority of Colombia said that an integration between Viva and Avianca's, Colombia's largest airline, will reduce domestic route competition at a level not seen in seven years. Avianca, Viva Air, and Viva's Peruvian affiliate operate 93.7% of domestic Colombia routes and compete against one another for approximately half of those. Avianca, which exited bankruptcy late last year, originally announced its plan to merge with Viva in April. Under the proposal, the two brands would have been kept separate. Following the decision, Avianca vowed to continue pushing for the Viva tie-up. Travel management company Reed and McKay has acquired one of its longtime partners, Spanish corporate travel meetings and events company Atlanta Agienza, further boosting the parent company's Trip Actions European expansion. The company, which does business as Atlanta Events and Corporate Travel Consultants, employs more than 70 business travel and event specialists and has offices in Barcelona and Madrid. It has been part of Reed and McKay's golden partnership for more than 10 years, but with the acquisition, it will be able to better serve global clients, while Reed and McKay will gain local expertise for clients' needs in Spain. Financial terms of the acquisition were not disclosed. The acquisition is the fourth by Trip Actions Group of a Europe-based TMC in the past 18 months. Cvent and Zoom Video Communications have expanded a partnership to further hybrid and live event offerings, according to the two companies. The collaboration allows Cvent platform users the ability to incorporate Zoom events technology as an addition to the Cvent app's hybrid capabilities and offerings. Cvent already integrates with two other Zoom products, Zoom Meetings and Zoom Webinars, and this partnership extends that relationship. The newly combined offerings are available on Zoom App Marketplace, according to the companies. Following $200 million in funding in March of this year, on-demand car rental company Kite has closed a $60 million Series B round to become the world's largest operator of electrified vehicles. Leading the growth equity financing was Interalpin Partners, whose founder, Stephen George, an early investor in Tesla and SpaceX, is joining Kite's board. Founded in 2019, the Kite app lets customers book a car for a day, multiple days, weeks, or months. Customers select a time and location for the vehicle delivery, and the company dispatches a delivery driver to deliver the car. The Italian government is preparing to infuse state-owned ITA Airways with an additional $405 million, according to Bloomberg. The move would come following the election of Prime Minister Giorgio Meloni in September and as Italy continues to seek a buyer for the Alitalia successor. 
In early September, Italy's finance ministry entered into exclusive talks for the sale of ITA with the consortia compromising of Delta, Air France KLM, and investment fund Ceteris. However, no agreement had been reached, and the exclusivity period has ended. Lufthansa Group, which had earlier submitted a bid for ITA in partnership with MSC Group, told various media organizations that it remains interested in the airline. ITA took to the skies in October 2021 with the aid of 700 million euros in state funds. Qantas has just announced the divestment of its 13% shareholdings in Hello World Travel Limited, with the sale price agreed at $1.72 per share, valuing the stake at approximately $33 million. Qantas Group's CFO, Vanessa Hudson, said, Our stake in Hello World has reduced over several years, and now is the right time for us to exit as shareholders. Hello World has not yet commented on the move, while it is also unclear at this stage who has purchased the Qantas stake in the company. Now, in news relating to improvements in travel. Travel management company FCM has opened a new office in Barcelona, Spain, as part of its direct to market strategy to boost service capabilities in the country. The flight center owned TMC, which has travel consultants based in Madrid and Barcelona, was previously assisted by local agency partnerships, and according to the FCM Global Managing Director, the decision to set up a dedicated office was driven by changing customer requirements. The Barcelona office builds on FCM's existing presence in Spain, where the company operates FCM Lab, a global hub dedicated to developing new travel technology solutions. New York based Tao Hospitality Group, known for its restaurant and nightlife brands, Tao, Marquis, Lavo, has picked Orlando for the site of its first Tao resort. Expected to open in 2025, the Tao Hotel will be part of O Town West, a $1 billion, 350 acre project spearheaded by Unicorp National Developments. In addition to the luxury hotel, the complex will have restaurants, retail outlets, office space, and residential apartments. Although the Orlando property will be Tao Group's first branded hotel, the company has more than 40 venues located inside hotels. Tao Group is a subsidiary of the Madison Square Garden Entertainment Corp. Marriott will launch a new extended stay brand with residential style accommodations in the US and Canada. Apartments by Marriott Bonvoy will enter the upper mid scale and luxury apartment style stay sector, joining the company's longtime upscale residential extended stay brand, Marriott Executive Apartments, which is available in Asia, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Latin America. The new brand will be searchable under Marriott's reservations engine and is included within the company's loyalty program. Emirates has rejoined the UK based Business Travel Association as an industry partner. Emirates will work with BTA to amplify the importance of business travel as well as strengthen the industry's positive impact on trade and the world's economy. Clive Ratton, CEO of BTA, said, I look forward to having them actively engaging with the travel management sector as we all emerge from a very difficult period. The BTA has been welcoming travel companies as partners the last couple of years, including Lufthansa Group, Trainline, and Premier Inn, and it looks to be leading the conversations around the future of business travel. Singapore Airlines has reinstated flights and increased services across its global network, including flights to key Asian destinations following the easing of border restrictions. In a joint statement, Singapore Airlines and Scoot said that the changes will help to meet growing and flamboyant demand for international travel, particularly as year end holiday season bookings increase. Singapore Airlines Senior Vice President of Marketing Planning commented that the further easing of entry requirements in Hong Kong, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, and China has Singapore Airlines seeing strong demand for air travel.
And now in some technology news. Uber is now accepting AirPlus company accounts as a form of payment. AirPlus is integrating with Uber Wallet, the first UATP issuer to do so, which will enable travelers to pay for Uber rides via the accounts, and companies will receive bundled billing and reporting on the rides. The first customers for the collaboration already are using AirPlus for payment in the U.S. and the Eurozone, according to the spokesperson. The next geographies for acceptance will be Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and the U.K. Uber is the first rideshare network to join the UATP network. Meetings and events platform Beezaboo launched a new wearable technology for on-site events based on functionality developed by Click. Attendees can use Beezaboo Smart Badge to check in, download content and network, and lets exhibitors capture and access intuitive event data on attendee behavior and interactions. It's also reusable, allowing organizers to return badges to Beezaboo to be reset and recycled as needed. Meanwhile, Bizaboo said in-person event experience OS increased by nearly 724% year-over-year during the first nine months of 2022. Travel management company DirectATPI is working with Microsoft Teams to integrate its Travel Hub technology within the popular communication platform. The development will enable its client, 98% of whom use Teams and the TMC, to view, plan, and share business trips within the platform. In addition, clients using Amadeus' Citric booking tool will also be able to book trips within Teams through Citric Easy following its integration with the platform earlier this year. Travelers will be using the direct ATPI channel within Teams to complete simple closed-loop inquiries such as downloading itineraries, tickets, checking flight times, accessing invoicing information, view COVID information, and share itineraries with colleagues. Aeronology has expanded its travel tech offering by becoming Scoot's first NDC integrator. The deal could mean that the budget airline's fare content is now available through Aeronology's portal applications and APIs. As a result, travel advisors who use the Aeronology platform via express tickets in Australia or New Zealand can now book and ticket on the same screen as their GDS through Direct Connect. Agents will also have access to Scoot flights across 56 active destinations at Scoot's web prices in some cases about $200 less than the GDS fares, and down to last seat availability. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.